Last time on Get Charlotte, the crew interrogated the Black Russian in the aftermath of the massacre at the Black Hole Bar and Grill. Moritz completes one more piece of the puzzle regarding Charlotte's whereabouts. She was with the son of the matriarch of the Cristiano crime family, the youngest progeny known as Anthony. With this information in hand, the Black Russian was quickly dispatched by the babysitter, and the crew was forced to call in the wolf to help cover up the scene at the bar. After a rather messy evening, the wolf helped the marshal uh, deduce a potential culprit behind the massacre, ma massacre, the Yakuza, and puts him in touch with a hacker known as the Code Warrior to help get information on the Cristiano boy and the family at large. After disposing of the evidence out in the desert, the crew has settled for a breakfast meeting with the Code Warrior at a 50s-style diner called Herbie K's. Home of the Mile High Pancake Stack. Uh, so you guys basically left it off where the, uh, uh, the Code Warrior uh, skated in on his skateboard and has now joined the crew for a late breakfast and a large stack of pancakes has been delivered to the table so we'll pick up right there so there's your pancakes and you're called the code warrior huh yeah man that's what i go by so who the fuck are you guys anyway Anybody here want to tell them? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm the marshal. Marshal? Yeah, that's what they call me, is the marshal. Oh, uh, you got code names too. Fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. And they're about as cool as these pancakes, which means they're pretty damn hot. I'm you got a... babysitter over here. You can ignore him. And... And at that point, I just stand up and I walk over to the, the glass. I can still hear, but I'm just kind of looking outside. Okay. And the mountain's like chomping away. I got like all you can eat pancakes. I got super high. And I just kind of like with my mouth full, I'm like, I'm the mountain. <laughs> or the hammer. I'm sorry, the hammer. <laughs> uh, he just mountain changed his pancakes. <laughs> He said he was super high, so uh, maybe that <laughs> meant something else. He's a big motherfucker. He is. And he like fights with bricks. <laughs> yep, I'll put a brick down. <laughs> this is the sickle. I've, so, got, uh, I've got my sword out, and I'm sitting at the end, and I'm just polishing it. <laughs> Cleaning all the blood off of it. You guys are fucking scary. <laughs> should I even be here? Oh, yeah, no, you definitely belong here. You should definitely be part of this crew if you can do half of what I've heard you can. We got Doc. What's up, Doc? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and I'm the, the bloodhound. Why do they call you Bloodhound? It's a good question. 
Because <laughs> you roam around with the cat. I just realized that. That doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it? Holy it's shit, like did a, that like, thing just like fucking move? Trail kind of thing. But, oh yeah, this is Chairman Meow. He's real. Holy shit. I, okay, now you told me who, who, what your names are, what your fucking code names are, but I mean, like, who the fuck do you work for and how did you get my number from the wolf? Uh, well, the wolf gave it to us. Yeah. He's a friend of ours. We do business together. And uh, are you familiar with Bo Brownstone? Mm, nah, I don't know who that is. Okay, are you familiar with the Yakuza? The Mafia? Uh, I, know, I know they exist, yeah. Yeah, okay. So they're like, they want to be Bo Brownstone. Oh. Yeah. And Bo has a daughter that we're looking for. And so we need your help to find her. All right, cool. So what do you want me to do then? Well, you're the code warrior. You hack computers and stuff, right? Can you, like, get into the FBI and look things up and, like, hack cell phones and trace things? Or how does that work? Yeah, yeah but I kind of got to know, like, what I'm aiming for. Well, her name is Charlotte. All right. Ch Charlotte what? Charlotte. Oh, my God. Brownstone. Brownstone. Yeah, Charlotte Brownstone. <laughs> it's it's literally Bo's daughter. All right. They're not... They're not Nordic. They don't. It's not, you know, Bo's daughter. All right. Cool. <laughs> Fucking Thor. <laughs> so we know that she's with some guy named Anthony Cristiano, I think. All right. So maybe if you find him or some of his people, we can find her. And then you can get all the pancakes you want to eat. Hey, uh, I do work for more than just pancakes, man. Okay, so what's your rate? Uh, you want some bacon? You got to bring home the bacon with me. I think he likes yep. Marshall. I mean, he's got an appetite. I like him. Uh, I guess it's really is going to depend on how long this all takes and, and whatnot but um i mean i can't obviously like do it here you know i gotta get with my equipment and shit you know um so i guess i mean it's kind of early but i mean if y'all want to just come over to my place i can you know get to work and we'll see you know just how long it takes Who, who's this uh, Anthony, dude. You familiar with the Cristiano crime family? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I've heard of them. They're mafia, right? Yeah, I think so. Right on, man. Yeah, right. so it's one of their kids. And he's not in trouble yet, but that's why we need your help to make sure he doesn't end up in trouble. Fucking sweet. All right. Well, let's finish this shit off, and then uh, I'll lead you over to my pad. We can give you a ride if you don't yeah. want to skateboard. Um, maybe I'll just hitch on, on the back of one of your rides. Is that cool? Um, yeah, but how are we going to know where to go if you're in the back? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Um, what are you driving? Doc, you want to take them in your van? Yeah, I've got the my my van with all the dog stuff on it. Ah, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is that thing called? Uh, like the shagging wagon or something? The sh- shagging wagon. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Were you some kind of like traveling vet or some shit? Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm not like traveling, but I have a mobile part of my business. <laughs> Fucking sweet shagging wagon. <laughs> now, Code Warrior, how do you know the wolf? Oh, man. I don't know. I guess it was just kind of a case of the right place at the wrong time, if you know what I mean. Uh, the wolf, man, he cut me some slack, and I did some stuff for him, and I guess uh, I guess he's returning the favor. What exactly did you do for him? Oh, man, I don't kiss and tell. Come on. And I reach over and take one of his pancakes. And he smacks your hand. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I didn't mean to do that. You can have it if you want. And I look at Hammer. Hammer, would you like some of his pancakes? <laughs> Nobody can hear the hammer. Yeah, uh, his mouth's full. His mouth is full. <laughs> He's like, hmm, he grabs some pancakes. <laughs> That's okay with you, right, Code Warrior? Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. I mean, like, you know, y'all, y'all bought the shit for me. I mean, I'm not gonna like fight you for it. And I mean, that big dude's kind of scary. Well, let's finish up so we can go back to your place then and get started. All right, that's Clock's cool, man. Ticking. Hey, babysitter. What? Can you settle out the check real quick? We gotta pack up and get ready to go. I go over to the table or to the counter, take care of it. How much is it? Uh, it's probably about 70 bucks. Yeah. Go down a hundred. Say, sorry for the mess. You know, wiping blood off swords and everything. So <laughs> we'll leave. All right, so you guys are just piling up into your uh, separate cars and heading wherever it is that he tells you to go. Yeah. yeah. All right, so so he leads you uh, into uh, an area of Santa Monica called Rustic Canyon, uh, it's kind of close close to uh, Latin Iron Haddleman Road. Um, you're kind. Of, he kind of leads you guys on like a bit of a winding path. And you kind of realize at one point that you're kind of like backtracking and kind of crossing areas that you've already been through uh, as as he's kind of leading you around. Um, he's riding with me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Code Warrior, I can't help but, but notice that we've passed that particular corner store three times now what oh oh shit so, uh, uh we're gonna be there any minute uh, trust me uh, just take a right up here at the next street 
Okay, I feel like we've taken this right before too. Uh, I, uh, I only say this for your benefit because that really the giant guy hammer, he's got kind of a short temper and he doesn't like getting fucked with. And he's he's probably good, he's probably noticing the same thing I'm noticing. Is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, actually, you might want to take a left then. I'll try a left this time. <laughs> oh, these streets look the same. Yeah, they do, man. Uh, I don't drive, so you know sometimes I get a little turnaround myself. Understood. Um, eventually, you guys end up coming across a kind of a upper middle class section uh, here in Santa Monica. Uh, and you pull into this neighborhood, and it's quiet and peaceful place. Uh, it's got well-manicured lawns and neatly trimmed hedges. And the houses are all two-story with brick or wood siding and well-maintained roofs. The streets are all lined with towering trees that provide ample shade during the summer months, and the overall vibe of the neighborhood is one of serenity and calmness. Uh, a points up ahead and he says yeah that's it that's the place and it's he points to kind of a standard two-story home suburban home with a brick facade and neatly trimmed lawn the windows on the first floor are covered with beige colored drapes while the second floor windows are fitted with white shutters the front door is painted in a glossy black finish uh, and has a brass handle uh, on the front so he walks up uh kind of looks around a little bit and he's like eh, turn around what do you mean turn around you just turn around man like face the other way or like yeah yeah all the way around yeah just turn around face the other way okay is this your mom's house shut up all right <laughs> and he, you hear him kind of rustling uh in the uh uh in the foliage and you hear like him drop a rock on the uh, on the patio, and then the then he uh, puts a key in the lock and opens the door, and he's like, "Shh, come on, come on, everybody, come on." Did Did you just use a key rock? Yeah, shh, just be quiet. Come on, come on in. All right. Is there rocks around to the side? Yes, uh, there are. So when I walk in, I kick his key rock into the other rocks <laughs> yeah. all right he's already kind of he's at the door uh maybe i'll make a uh a quick roll for him to see if he actually notices that you did that oh <laughs> it's like fuck shit man <laughs> why the fuck you do that now i gotta go looking for it again i think it just it fooled him to the point where he thought he was just helping you out by kicking a rock off your porch <laughs> Sure. And when he whispers uh, that, you hear from inside the house uh, a female voice. Leland, is everything okay? <laughs> Your name's Leland. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, Mom, it's okay. Listen, I, I'm just kind of conducting some business. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got some brownies. Do you guys want some brownies? Yes, please. Tell her, tell her yes, Leland. Oh, shit. Oh, fine. Uh, yeah, Mom, I guess so. Yeah, just, uh, you know how it works. Just leave them downstairs and knock on the door. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to be busy for a while. Okay, honey, I love you. 
We've got a study session for college algebra. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. All right, he leads you down the stairs uh, and into the basement. Uh, and he's got kind of a pretty posh little game room with billiards and a couple of old slot machines and a bar with big plush couches and a big screen TV. <laughs> and he takes you past all of that to uh, a back room that has a big keep out sign on it and some caution tape draped around the door. Um, opens a door. And you can tell that this is where the Cold Warrior probably does most of his work because uh, it's dimly lit with only a single fluorescent light fixture illuminating the room. The walls are all painted black with various computer parts strewn about. A large, comfortable-looking gaming chair sits in front of a massive computer monitor with multiple keyboards and mice scattered around it. There's a few posters on the wall featuring video game characters and sci-fi themes, along with band posters of Nine Inch Nails, Kurt Cobain, and Pearl Jam. In one corner of the room, there's a mini fridge that's stocked with energy drinks and snacks. And on the other side, there's a small table with a soldering iron and other tools. Despite its somewhat chaotic appearance, the basement has an air of quiet focus with the cold warrior lost in his work surrounded by all the tools that he needs to do what he does best all right so tell me what we're doing here give me the lay of the land what do you want me to do what can you do well mostly i'm kind of an information junkie. I'm, I'm good at finding out stuff that uh, maybe you can't just find out yourself. I like digging for secrets. Did you hear about the explosion in that downtown warehouse? Yeah, I heard about that. Can you find anything out about that? Yeah, I might be able to find something on that. Let me see what I can figure out. It smells down here. <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> he you want you want some oh i, I wasn't referring some to that. some ass it, <laughs> it smells like skunk in it's, here it, it's not that it's not the smell that's bothering me why is everything sticky <laughs> there's lots of reasons dude lots of reasons yeah and with that i head out and I go out to the street to just kind of watch, make sure nobody uh, shows up that's not intended to show up. All right. Okay, so he does a little typing away on the computer. Uh, pulls up uh, one window after another uh, on the computer, and it goes kind of so fast, it's, it's hard to really even follow what it is that he's doing. Um, but he ends up coming up with a little bit of information on uh, the explosion. And it's a police report, basically, uh, dealing with uh, the victims that were found there uh, on the premises. And he comes up with a list of about uh, 14 individuals that died uh, in, the, in the blast. 
and he's able to kind of come up, you know, with uh, names and connections uh, who these individuals are connected to. He's got a list of individuals that were certainly connected to uh, the Dragon's Fang. Uh, he's got a list of individuals connected to the Cristiano family. Uh, he has a list of names that are connected to the Chupacabras. Um, and like two other names that aren't directly uh, connected uh, to anybody that you really you know, have had any kind of dealings with or or have heard names of, but probably just other potential interested parties uh, in this. But it's like only one or two names. So these sound like they might have just been more kind of fringe uh, for this particular event. Now, there's no listing of any names that, you know, would be connected to like the Yakuza. Uh, because that was certainly something that was brought up by the wolf, you know, that uh, the massacre that you guys had uh, kind of come across uh, might have been initiated by somebody like that um, due to the fact that the majority of the individuals that were found there at the, uh, the Black Hole Bar and Grill were pretty much cut to ribbons. Uh, there didn't seem like any of them had died from gunshot wounds. Um, so no names of any Yakuza uh, on that list. Um, the report kind of goes on to basically state that uh, as far as why these individuals were there, uh, there's been no evidence to show why a meeting amongst three well-known crime families within the area uh, would have, why they would have been together uh, for a meeting like this. So any news about the laptop or any auction or anything like that has not been leaked or uncovered by the police department at this time. So if there were cameras at this warehouse, you have a way to access any of that? Oh, shit. Yeah, I might be able to figure that out. That may you take... work on that. This list of names that you have here. Yeah. Do you have contact? Is there contact information with any of these? Uh, I got like home addresses and shit. I can probably you... come up with that pretty quick. You have a printer? Mm -hmm. Yep. Do me a favor and print a couple copies of that out. All right, you got it. And he sets to work on uh, on printing that stuff out for you. He says getting into those uh, security cameras uh, might be might take a little bit more time, so I might need you know a couple hours or so to try to break into that. Is there anything else I can do while you're here? Well, can you find Anthony Cristiano's address? Or any contact information, if he has a phone, some way to get a hold of him, we need to track him down. All right, let me work some magic. Let me see what I can figure out about this Cristiano fucker. And he gets to typing again. Uh, lights a joint and starts the process of accessing the information on his computer. His fingers dance swiftly and gracefully over the keyboard as he types out his lines of code. Uh, there's a noticeable 
energy and intensity that kind of picks up uh, as he really starts to kind of get into this. And you see the name Cristiano kind of popping up here and there uh, on on the screen. He's like, okay, let's see what we can find. And then after a few minutes, he lets out kind of a triumphant, wow. Oh, you guys can hold me big for this one. This is fucking fantastic, yo. All right. Let's see what we got. This is some motherfucking juicy-ass intel on the Cristiano family. Man, I opened up a fucking can of worms with this. This may be my best work yet. I'm so proud of myself. I think I peed a little. All right. You ready for this? You want to know about the Cristiano family? I think I got the whole dirt on these fuckers. First off, he pulls up a uh, a picture uh, online. All right, let me lay it down. This is Mama Christiana. This bitch ain't your regular mob boss. Uh, she's a real deal. The queen pin of the Cristiano family. Now, picture this. She's got this Italian classic mafia vibe. You know what I'm saying? Now... Big Mama wasn't always running the show, though. Back in the day, her man Salvatore Cristiano, he was the head honcho. This dude was a real bruiser, made a name for himself in the underworld, but then one day, bam, he gets whacked. Nobody saw it coming. But Mama, Mama had some plans. So Mama, she goes to her pops-in-law, Alfonso, the old school boss and works her charm. She convinces him to let her step up to the plate, take the reins of the family biz. And let me tell you, she's been calling the shots like ever since, man. She's smart as a whip, ruthless like a great white shark and a calculating like a fucking chess grandmaster. Mama knows this game inside out. She's got this aura, a presence that commands respect and you don't mess with her. Now you cross Mama Cristiano, you're in for a world of fucking hurt. She's got connections all over the place. Rumor has it she's got politicians in her pocket, cops on her payroll, and business deals stretching from here to Italy. You name it, Mama's got a finger in that pie. But don't let that sweet old gr Italian grandma act fool you, man. Mama Cristiano... She's the real power. She's the puppet master pulling all the strings. And if you're looking to get any favors from the Cristiano family, well, you better come correct, son, because mama, she don't play no games. Her side of the family has got places all over SoCal. I can give you a rundown, but we're talking close to half a dozen properties from San Francisco all the way down to San Diego. And my advice, looking at what I'm seeing here, I wouldn't go snooping around any of those places uninvited. If she's there, she's likely got an army of gorillas uh, looking to protect her, especially after that big boom in Skid Row. And he pulls up another picture for you. All right. Now, this dude, this is Alfonso, the ace of spades. He's the OG of OGs, the grandpappy of all the mobsters west of the Mississippi. Now, Ace of Spades, he's got the classic Italian mafia vibe, just like uh, Mama does. But he's got a good touch of the old-fashioned rat pack coolness. Back in the day, like way back in the day, Ace of Spades was one of the kingpins of Vegas, baby. 
He rolled with the Rat Pack, you know, Sinatra, Steve Martin, Billy D. Williams Jr., those cats. They partied hard, sipped on whiskey like it was water, and owned the strip. Ace was a man behind the curtain pulling all the strings. This dude was smooth, suave, and as debonair as they come. He had that silver fox charm, the kind that makes women weak in the knees and moist in the panties. But the Ace had a dark side. He ruled the Vegas underworld with an iron fist, dabbled in all sorts of shady deals, made a fortune that would make Scrooge McDuck jealous. All the other brothers in Sin City eventually had it out for the old man and ran him out of town, and that's how he ended up in L.A. But here's the kicker. Ace of Spades is now in his 80s, and time's taking its toll. Dude, showing signs of forgetfulness like Virgin on Dementia, he's a real-life Shakespearean tragedy, you know? The once mighty kingpin now battles his own mind. But... I wouldn't underestimate him. Even with the memory lapses, Ace has got connections that reach further than a satellite signal. He's got a lifetime of secrets locked up in that old noggin. And if you can get him talking, who knows what kind of gold nuggets you might dig up. All right, now this dude, this here is Cadillac, Christopher Cadillac Cristiano. This cat, all about cars. I'm talking grease under the nails, engine revving, tire squealing, car aficionado. He's got the classic Elvis rockabilly style with a dash of James Dean motorhead madness mixed in. The Cadillac was born into the family biz. His old man, Salvatore, was the heavy hitter and the owner of one of the biggest car lots on the West Coast. And now, like we know, Mama Cristiano's the puppeteer that's pulling the strings, both on the legit side and, and with the dealership and where the real money's at, bringing in illegal imports from the old country. So it's no surprise Cadillac grew up with all the smell of gasoline and in his nostrils and the roar of engines in his ears while rolling in the dough. This dude's got a thing for fast rides, and I mean fast. He runs a secret drag race scheme in SoCal, but it's not your ordinary drag race. It's invitation only, and the competition is fierce. If you want in, you better bring your A-game and a turbocharged engine. But that's not all. Cadillac's got his hands in racketeering pies that stretch across L.A. He's got a grip on the mom-and-pop car lots and repair shops, and he's squeezing them for protection money like a vice grip on a lug nut. No one messes with Cadillac's territory, or they're going to find themselves with a one-way ticket to a car crusher. Now, here's the kicker. Despite his obsession with his cars and the racketeering game, Cadillac's no dummy. He's got the street smarts to match his horsepower, and he's known to be cunning like a fox, and if you cross him, you'll find out just how ruthless this car-loving mafioso can be. And now, the piece de resistance. All right, this here is Anthony Cristiano. This kid's got a story that's as complex as a fractal algorithm, and it starts with a health twist. Anthony is 17. He's the baby of the Cristiano clan. He's got this whole protective mama bear thing going on uh, with his mom, because when he was a tyke, he was smack dab in the middle of a health whirlwind. The docs diagnosed him with a blood disorder called hemolytic anemia, and it's one of those rare conditions that can make life a real roller coaster. 
Kids spent more time in hospitals than most kids spend in school. Sick days were his constant companion. It looked like he was heading for a different kind of drag race, the race against time. But fate's a funny thing, man. Anthony decided to flip the script. High school hit, he made a U-turn on the highway to hell. And he bounced back, gained some pounds, and now he's looking like your average teenager. But appearances can be deceiving, my friends. He idolizes his big brother, Cadillac. And these two are tighter than a pair of skinny jeans. You'll often catch them together at these secret drag races, revving engines, and chasing adrenaline like there's no tomorrow. Anthony's got a need for speed, just like his big bro. But apparently, Mama keeps a pretty tight leash on her baby boy. Don't want no harm coming to him and the forces and forces him to go to a private school so that she can keep better tabs on him. So that's pretty much what I've been able to dig up on, like, the main family. But this branches off a little bit, and I think maybe I might have found some place, like, I can go through, like I said, I found all of those addresses and shit for like where Mama has like some of her houses and shit from like way up from in San Francisco all the way down south. But man, that's like finding a goddamn needle in a fucking haystack. But I found one place that is absolutely positively owned by the Cristiano family. It's a business. But it's a place where some of the some of the hitmen, some of the boys, apparently, always hang out at. Uh, what is it? It's uh, it's a place called La Femme Fatale. It's a strip club down in Long Beach. Real upscale joint. And there's three dudes usually. It looks like there's three guys that are that kind of call that place home. First off is this dude. They call him Death Road Donnie. And then this is his brother, uh, Paulie Donato. They call him the Dagger. And then finally this dude here, Tommy T-Bone Bonetti. And these pictures that he pulls up are all uh, basically mug shots uh, of these three dudes. These guys have all done time. Does sound like a classy place. Yeah, these dudes, though, doesn't look like these are some fuckers you want to mess with. Do you not, do you not remember how we introduced ourselves? Well, maybe you could mess with him. <laughs> <clears throat> so it sounds like La Femme Fatale sounds like a kind of place that we might want to go check out. Do you have any way to, uh, like, track cell phones or anything? Maybe... Zero in on a location if if Anthony's got one. Uh, if he's holed up somewhere, it'd be nice to know where. Let me see if I can dig up some cell phone records and like see if I can trace that for you. Uh, again, that's going to take me a little bit of time and shit. So, I mean, if you guys got something else you want to do, I can do some work and then you can hit me back up whenever you're done. I guess we could go down to La Femme Fatale and uh, have a chat with some of our friends. What do you guys think? Anything else you want this guy to uh, try and find? Anybody got some debts they need to raise? Or... I didn't I didn't hear uh, your mom come down with the brownies. 
Oh, check outside the door. She probably knocked while I was talking. Oh, oh yeah, there they are. <laughs> Sweet. It's... Oh, one, I didn't have any pancakes. I forgot. Is this like the nineties? What time period yep. are we in? About ninety-five. Mm -hmm. So Hammer's going to ask if maybe he's got a, a Best Buy account. You got to watch your movies and see what he's been watching. <laughs> yeah, so Blockbuster. I'm using my brain. I was going to say that'd be a family video. Yeah. Bought anything from Circuit City lately, or <laughs> does he have a charge card? All right, hold on, hold on. This I might be able to get into a little bit faster. Hold up. Maybe shops typing. Shops at Sears. Um, he is able to trace his credit card pretty quickly. Um, and what he does find is purchases pretty much daily, uh, leading up to the night of the explosion. From Radio Shack. Huh? From Radio Shack? Uh, no, just all different places. <laughs> um, he, anything after that? There is one more purchase uh, after that, uh, and it is at a uh, motel. Uh, it's basically just like a Motel Six, uh, close to uh, close to the border, uh, down south, uh, close to Mexico. And that and that is one night after uh, the explosion. What's the dollar amount? It's like uh, fifty six dollars. Enough for a single room at a at a motel. And a little pay per view. <laughs> Sounds like magic fingers to me. <laughs> Those take quarters. <laughs> You've read. So I've heard. It's not that magical, also, that I've heard. <laughs> Overrated. New ringtone. <laughs> what's your mother's name? Uh, Barbara. Why? And send her a thank you card. Go pay my respects. Find those. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't talk to my mom, man. Hey, you be nice to your mom. She made you brownies and brought them down to your new friends. Really? Yeah, yeah but she doesn't know really exactly like what I do, yo. I mean, if she sees a bunch of old people down here with me, she's going to start asking questions. Old people? Calls you old, babysitter. I'm not in there. <laughs> I mean, the guy out in the street, he is old. Yeah. I don't think he's got a bit of dementia, too. <laughs> or he's just an a-hole. Joke's on you guys. I'm actually upstairs with Barbara enjoying a brownie, talking to, to Barbara at the moment. So, Leland, you, you sure Baby you City's don't gonna, know? Baby City's going to be your, your new daddy. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Leland, you, um, you've never met this Tony Cristiano? No, I, 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 this picture that I got here is the first time i ever seen the dude. Do I believe him? Insight check. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he's telling the truth. Yeah, you believe him. All right. I'm going to go head up and see if I can find Babs. <laughs> oh, man, come on, don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, it, I mean, this seems like they they were headed for Mexico to get out, right? I mean, yeah, it's pretty obvious. <clears throat> Maybe um, we should look at his uh, Best Buy movies he rented recently. Get in his mind. <laughs> in his head. In his head. Um, <laughs> I mean, what what do we think we would accomplish by going to the Femme Fatale? Other than another opportunity to get shot up. Well, it's not very optimistic, Doc. Well, what what reason do I have for optimism at this point, as far as us us making cordial visits to mob strongholds? Well, we're still if alive. Baby, if babysitter's going, we're gonna, you know. Well, at this point, I think he'll just stand outside. Alive. He doesn't seem to be much into the team stuff anymore, if you guys have noticed. He's been pretty standoffish. But, well, here's the thing. If young Tony is that precious to grandma and he's on his way to Mexico, they're going to be looking for him too, right? Yeah, probably. So maybe we could go down there and express concerned interest because we have a, a mutual acquaintance of Tony's who's with him. And uh, we want to make sure that both Tony and Charlotte are found alive and well as fast as humanly possible. You know, I wonder if this isn't some kind of Romeo Juliet situation where neither family likes the fact that the kids were hanging out. Oh, damn, that's pretty good. Let's just hope it doesn't end the same way. I'm saying. Oof. But that was pretty clever. Yeah, that one, that was pretty good, actually. I've been working on that. I've, I've been thinking that for a while. But I'm impressed. I hadn't put that together yet. I said that two weeks ago on the phone to Christy, just so you know. <laughs> sure, yeah. Do you have a, record right you have a recording of that? You're recording of that. Check the YouTube. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, First hold time, on. Right Christy here. has it written in pencil on her sheet. Yeah, and it's in parentheses. Yeah, it's in parentheses. <laughs> talk, talk to Dana about <laughs> Romeo Juliet. Well, I say we go to the. <laughs> What'd you say, Christy? Barbara. Barbara. Oh. <laughs> Mom. Oh, oh my. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Are you Barbara? I I am, and you are. I'm the bloodhound. Y you're the what now? It's so nice <laughs> to meet you. Leland has told us so much about you and your brownies and everything. Oh, well, 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 thank you. I, I certainly didn't expect to see someone my age uh, down there with him. Yeah. Book club. Don't flatter me. <laughs> oh, my. Do you have a telephone oh, book? Uh, oh, a telephone book? Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely. Just a minute here. I'll see if I can dig it up. She goes into the kitchen uh, and opens up a drawer, pulls it out brings it over to you thank you i it just occurred to me i'm in the neighborhood of some old friends the cristianos and i wanted to look through here and see if i could find which street they're staying on oh well all right 
flip, flip, flip. Do I um, see anything under the seas? Yeah, there's a, there's a list of maybe about uh, 12 uh, with the last name Cristiano. Any, um, any Alfonso's or Salvatore's or? No Alfonso's, no Salvatore's. Is there a mama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cristiano, comma, mama. <laughs> Cristiano, comma, mama. <laughs> Any names uh, that, that ring a bell, I guess, from our recent conversation? Out of the conversation that you had, nothing that rings a bell uh, out of that, no. Okay. Hmm. All right. That's what I was looking for. Well, I guess I'll head back down and see what the what's happening on the old uh, Blockbuster video channel. <laughs> well, what is it that uh, that Leland's doing for you? Oh, we're just we're just studying for that algebra test. That's all. <laughs> uh, make a. Uh... How old uh, is Leland? Is he high school age or college age? He's he's high school. Yeah. Okay. Make make a deception check. All right. <laughs> Barbara pulls out an AK forty-seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she hits a button under the the tea the tea stand there. <laughs> Guns pop down from the ceiling. Pulls an Uzi from her bathrobe. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So you got a 16, she rolled a three. <laughs> She's oh, like, oh, oh, well, that makes sense. You must be the tutor that the school was talking about. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming in and showing an interest in my son. I, I certainly appreciate it. Um, and you just... Let me know how much uh, your fee is, and we'll we'll uh, take care of that on your way out. All right, we'll we'll be in touch. Don't talk to that man who's out out in the street eating all those brownies. Oh, oh, I I didn't even see him leave. I didn't get any brownies. They arrived before I showed up. Is that your husband? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Man, come on. <laughs> I didn't even stop to think about it. I even, you know. No, but thank you. You've been such a lovely host. Oh, well, and and thank you again for for taking care of my boy. Oh, Leland, he's a gem. He'll go far. That's what they all say. <laughs> all right. Anybody else need uh, need to do anything while we're here? Just eat another brownie. <laughs> um, hey, Leland, there there were Code Warrior, dude. Uh, Code Warrior. I'm sorry, um, Doc. Again. Um, there are a couple of misdemeanors on my record that, I mean, it's nothing serious, but it does kind of push my insurance rates up. Could, you know, is there any way you could like 
you know, com- computer them away. Yeah, I just need uh, I just need your name and your uh, social security number. Oh, never mind. It's it's not that big a deal. Man, I could do it. I could knock it out for you. Well, we got the whole like code word thing going, code names. You know, like it's it's good. I'll, maybe I'll hit you up later though. All right. I, I appreciate it. The thought. All right, All right Code Warrior. Uh, look, see if uh, try and keep tabs on Anthony. Okay, I'm going to give you my cell phone number. Now, don't call it unless you actually have something. But I want you to let me know if any more charges come up, if he pops up anywhere, if he gets arrested. I want you to continue to try and do whatever computery stuff you do to watch this. And you let me know if he calls his mom, if he calls his grandmother. I want to know if he takes a shit in the woods and the cop sees him and arrests him for, you know, a misdemeanor. But Doc, that's not what your misdemeanor is, is it? That's my business, man. <laughs> that's fair. Um, okay. Did we already? Do we need to do this, Charlotte? Too? Did uh, Bo already get this info, like on his daughter? The uh, she's got a cell phone or credit card. Uh, you know, that's a really good idea. Like triangulate or biangulate. Yeah, why don't you look up uh, Charlotte Brownstone, see what you can find on her. All right. See if you can uh, find any activity in the last couple days. And I'm going to try and get this bugged. Right. (laughs) And see if she has a Best Buy account. See if they watch Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Hammer, do do you have a Best Buy account? (laughs) Do we need to expense one? Don't we all have one? (laughs) You were working on that for a while. I'm I'm more of a Circuit City kind of guy. I just like the selection better, and their CDs are usually on sale. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, I see your posters. Best Buy is very popular. It will never go out of business, ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, never. Never. Solid as a rock. Like Radio Shack and Blockbuster. Do you find anything on Charlotte? I, I am looking. <laughs> talk, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, Hammer, I any mean, more of those? Any more brownies left? Uh, no. Has <laughs> Bloodhound come back down? Yes. Hey, Bloodhound, you uh, you talked to Barb. Scintillating. She's got a phone book, but there's no sign of any Cristianos that that fall in our family tree here. So maybe we could have Code Warrior look up aliases. I'd be surprised if they kept the real name in the phone book, unless they bought an ad, maybe. <laughs> oh, we should have looked up the femme fatale and had the phone number and address for that. Yeah. Well, we can go up. It's right by the the telephone table. I bet babysitter knows where it is already. Has he been upstairs eating Barb's brownies? He's been to the femme fatale a few times, I think is what you're saying. Ah. All right, so I got a hit here on 
a credit card purchase close to uh, North Ponto Beach uh, near Poinsettia Park. Uh, it's basically just like at a McDonald's, uh, just off of Route 5. And that was maybe about two hours or so before the credit card purchase on the Cristiano Kids credit card. And that was down at Chula Vista. So, How far away are they? Uh, it's probably, we're talking like from San Diego to Carlsbad. So that's what, probably about 60 miles? Map quest it. See how long it says it'll take. I don't know what a map quest is, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they apparently stopped and got something to eat, it sounds like, and then started heading south. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you say, San Diego to Carlsbad? Oh, here we go. I think I got it. Uh, 35 miles. Wait, that's north. Carlsbad is north of San Diego. Huh? Carlsbad is south from Los Angeles. Oh, from Los Angeles. I thought you said from San Diego. No, yeah, south from Los Angeles. So Okay, so it's 90 miles, an hour and a half. Yeah, they took off from L.A., to Carlsbad and then ended up in Chula Vista. Okay. At a Motel 6. Well, that tracks for going south. So at least we know the, exactly where they were headed, roughly. <clears throat> now, the cell phone signal, I'm actually still picking it up in Chula Vista. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we need that's, to get in a... that's Charlotte. How much can you zero in on that? Well, <laughs> Chula Vista. <laughs> okay, we need to get going then. Yeah, should we just like go to the Motel 6 in Chula Vista and start asking questions? Yeah. But maybe we should actually ask questions, like with words. It's not like gun questions? Yeah. You know, like leave somebody alive questions. About hammer to knee questions. <laughs> if it comes to that, but let's start with lips to ears questions. Doc, you've got some tranquilizers. Maybe we can get a glass of milk into the babysitter. <laughs> you guys feel like he's a loose cannon too, right? Yeah. I may need to put a call into Bo. I'm off about that guy. I mean, where is he this whole time? He's supposed to be down here. I mean, his name is literally the babysitter. He's supposed to be watching Charlotte, and he's not even down here asking questions. I don't feel like that. Jerking off in the bushes or something. (laughs) All right. Uh, Code Warrior. Yeah. I'm uh, actually impressed. Thanks, dude. Yeah. That'll be $2,500. 
Let me go get the babysitter. He's the petty cash. You take a check? Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, great. Uh, I take, and I, go, I, can t- I can take a credit card too, and he holds up like a credit card machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. But uh, seeing as to how we're both kind of lovers of the breakfast arts, uh, is there any way I could get a bit of a discount? Maybe do two grand? I just got expense reports, you know. Yeah. Let's see how everything turns up, uh, and if I can turn anything else up for you. This is pretty cool, man. This is some of the coolest shit that I've worked on in a while. So, uh, yeah, I might be able to cut you a deal. All right, great. Uh, it might be good for some repeat business too. You know, like. Oh, I think I could definitely. If, if this uh, results in like us finding Charlotte and Mister Brownstone being real happy with everybody. You know. He might put you on payroll, man. Or something. Sweet, yeah, man. All right, two thousand it is. All right, let's get packed up. We got to go to Chula Vista. I say we skip Femme Fatale for right now. I agree. Yeah, if we're still picking up some uh, cell phone signal there, we need to get there before it disappears. Uh, before we leave, mm-hmm. I want to lean in and whisper into Code Warrior's ear. And I give him the babysitter's real name. Uh huh. Yeah. And I say, This is between you and me for another two grand. Yeah. Out of my own personal pocket. Yeah. Find everything you can under this name and call me with the details. I'm on. You say anything about this to anybody, and I will break every one of your typing fingers. Fucking A. All right. You and me, we're tight. We're like the Pancake Pals. (laughs) Pancake Pals. That could be our code team. Yeah. Pancake Pals and the Shaggin' Wagon. You're making it kind of weird, Leland. (laughs) I make everything weird. Well, you're (laughs) self-aware. And I appreciate that. Uh, I'm ready to pack up and go. Oh, I grabbed the printouts of all the information that he found. Okay. Anybody else have any dirt they want to dig up on anything or <laughs> want to go up and say bye to Barb or <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks for the brownies and, and thanks for hosting. It was, it was a pleasure. Um, I think, I think Leland's going to do really well on that test this week. Oh, there's so many of you. Oh, my, you're big. <laughs> she looks up the hammer. <laughs> Are you the gym teacher? Uh, yes, yes. She's doing a good job, P. <laughs> you have any more brownies? Oh, yes. Just hold on a second. I've got a whole other batch just coming out of the oven. Mm. They're a little hot now. Do you just watch out? And she, I could take the heat. <laughs> <laughs> she makes a little to-go bag for you guys. <laughs> All right, babysitter, you're outside. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it's nice, quiet suburban neighborhood. Uh, people out walking their dogs and stuff. And I mean, n- nothing going on out here that seems at all fishy. <laughs> okay. 
So are they walking out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we got little bags. <laughs> I, I, I need a moment to have a brief conversation. <laughs> the, a brief silent conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the rest of you guys feel free to come on yourselves. This might take a minute. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you guys see the posters on his wall? He's actually got pretty decent taste in music. Oh, yeah. What bands were those? Oh, uh, I noticed Nirvana. They're pretty. Jam and yeah. Yeah. The other one. I'll tell you what. I'm a. Uh, yeah, I've heard some Nirvana on the radio. They're good, but uh, their drummer doesn't have a lot of talent. That band ever breaks up. I don't think he's going to go on and do anything. Yeah, kind of dope. Yeah. All the music on the radio just sounds like noise. Okay. <laughs> you sound like Barb. What Barb can be. <laughs> the Barb Hound. <laughs> <clears throat> Doc, you're pretty uh pretty pretty quick. How else do you think I got through vet school, man? I didn't know being quippy would would help with that, but it does. It's help calm the animals. It does. They they That's... can sense that. They can sense like a that, that rapier wit. Cats mm -hmm. especially. I'm no more of a dog person. But me and the chairman get along so well. We all look to the chairman now. <laughs> the chairman's like. <laughs> <laughs> How's the chairman doing since the uh, scuffle? Is he all right? Well, Doc, he got pretty dinged up. You know, I think he cracked a couple of ribs. Um, I think the rest seems to be just kind of like kind of some muscle soreness and, and some bruising. But I think I think he's going to be all right. I still can't believe we ended up killing everybody. I feel like there was information there that we we didn't get because babysitter jumped the gun. What? How do you know we're going to get any information? Well, we definitely won't now. What did you find I, out from the kid? Well, it maybe if you would have hung around, you would have found out. Well, we, but we somebody know, had to be out here watching our backs. Did you interrogate the mailman? No, luckily it's quiet. Luckily we were, uh, you know, just we're in a quiet area. But you never know who's watching. You never know what's going to go down. I mean, did this kid have some skills? Yeah, his skills are legit. We know where Charlotte's at. You're kidding. No. How much did you charge? How much did you charge for this information? couple grand did you pay him yeah well, why suddenly your... do you all, all of a sudden have two thousand dollars but i've been picking up all the other bills <laughs> well it's a business expense so i had him print off a receipt i'm gonna you know turn it in and get reimbursed i assume you're collecting receipts as well right uh no why would i want to leave a paper trail you know you're kind of paranoid you are literally in a Stepford wife neighborhood. Look around you. Yeah. 
the this only is... person that's going to be watching us is going to be one of the nosy neighbors that wants to go talk to all of the other neighbors about the weird group of people that came into Leland's house. Uh, or everybody knows what Leland is that his name? Yeah, that's the code warrior's name. It's Leland. He's actually okay. a pretty nice kid. Uh, broke the code. Or, or everybody knows what he's into and they're just biding their time to make the right call. So they bought all of these houses and they mow all of the yards and they keep all of the streets clean and everything, just biding their time? Well, no. They do w- what? They, they, may think he's a, they may think he's a nuisance and they want him out. I'm sure they think he's a nuisance. Look at the neighborhood. He's a teenager. Uh, exactly. So by us standing here, we might have brought some undue attention on him that uh, they may not have wanted. I think they'll survive. I they- hope you're right. For a test. But what, what lead did you get? Well, we know that right after the explosion, they went and got some food. And then they went to a Motel 6 down in Carl in Chula Vista, which Mexico. is where, right outside of Mexico. Yes, it's about two hours south of here. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's where the cell phone is currently still active. We also found out all about the Cristiano family. We know their entire backstory. Mm-hmm. We know all kinds of sordid details about them. We know where they hang out. We know that Anthony Cristiano is had a lot of health problems, so... Mama Cristiano, who is the matriarch of the Cristiano crime family. You know what? You should have just been there. I'm not going to go over all of it again. You did a good job of remembering all that. Thank you very much. I actually have a pretty decent memory most of the time. Hmm. That was a lot. Yeah. So that's why I eat so much. It takes a lot of calories to feed the brain. Our next step is to go to Mexico. Good. We're not going to Mexico. We're going to the border. We're going to Chula Vista. Interesting. Uh, okay. And we're going to ask questions with our lips and not with our hands and our fists and our guns. Okay. Where else did, did they go anywhere else? Or they just literally left, got food, went to Motel 6, and they're done? As of right now, that's everything that we know. But it's okay. a whole lot more than we knew before we got here. And it costs $2,000 and a stack of pancakes. I would say that's a pretty good deal. Uh, how about... Uh, how about the Cristiano family? Like, we are for sure he is not with the Cristiano family at all. His credit card was used to pay for the Motel 6. Yeah, Anthony but, Cristiano uh, is part of the Cristiano family, yes. But he is not currently in town. But we don't know that. His credit card is not in town, but that doesn't mean he is not in town. I think it's 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 reasonable to deduce that he is with Charlotte. They left the place together. Yes. And she bought food and then he paid for a hotel. And they, and her cell phone was kind of activated on the path as well. Yes. Like to the hotel. So leading to the logical conclusion. Yes. That the two of them are together. But is his cell phone activated at the hotel? We didn't check that. We know that hers was, which means that we need to get on the road before it goes dead. Leland has my phone number. He calls me if anything changes. He's supposed to be keeping tabs on Charlotte, and he's going to be keeping tabs on Anthony. And if he finds anything, he gets more money, and he's motivated. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think first we need to get out of here because us standing here is 
probably drawing and due attention to Leland and his mom. His mom's not a problem. She thinks that we're all teachers and tutors from the school. Mm-hmm. We're uh, a tutor squad from Best Buy, probably. <laughs> Hammer, you have a serious obsession. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of worrisome, Hammer. Like that's it doesn't seem healthy. <sighs> you know, I can refer you. I mean, it's a it's a dog psychologist, but they talk about people stuff too, <laughs> and you might find it helpful. I, they owe me a favor. Uh, can I roll a, like a perception check to see if there's anybody in this entire neighborhood that is paying any attention to the fact that there are a couple people standing on this porch? Uh, yes, you may. What would that be? Perception? Yep. Eh, 12. Sorry, are you still doing your side conversation? Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, can I, can can I, I just perception run? to... All this talk's making Hammer paranoid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> g- 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 give me just one second here. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Sorry, babysitter. If you're you're concerned about Leland, I think we can take him. We can bundle him into one of the vehicles and take him with us to Mexico for his own protection. Well, I I don't think I'm necessarily worried about him. I just uh, you know look around where we're at. A group of us standing out here. Um, we're probably not the typical neighborhood, and that's just drawing more attention to them. Guys if keep talking. If you don't already... want to draw attention, let's leave. Jeez. Everyone keeps blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting, wow. on, my... <laughs> I'm getting on my bike, and I'm starting my bike. Yes. Okay. Hammer agrees. He's going to get on his bike. Um, Which I, all I... tutors drive, ride bikes. <laughs> of course. I, I reach into my goodie bag and I get a half a brownie out and I go over and give it to the sickle. Okay. So Marshall, as, as you're doing that, yeah. uh, you see uh, two black sedans rounding the corner mm-hmm. uh, down at the opposite end of the block. Uh, and you hear tires screech around the opposite side uh, as well. Uh, and there's two more black sedans coming around the corner uh as well and they're coming at a pretty decent clip towards the uh towards the center uh of the block which is roughly about where you guys are oh son of a bitch i swear to god if babysitter is actually right and somebody was watching i told you we got to get out of here let's get out of here so we hop in our cars and we right, head who, out. Who all is driving? I, Motorcycle. All right. Yeah. So it's all, it's almost everybody then. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember <laughs> if I drove what kind of car I have. You're a writer. It was briefly a taco truck, but I think it changed. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. right. Okay. Uh, before we go, mm-hmm. um, I want to say Doc. I'm going to go through the backyard and I'm going to try and hide for a minute and see if I can figure out what's going on. Can you meet me on the back street? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull around to the alley first. Well, they don't really have alleys in this neighborhood. It's like a cul-de-sac over there. Just do a loop around the neighborhood. I'll meet you on the other side. Thanks, man. Uh, and I, I run to the backyard like and jump in the bushes. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, babysitter, hammer, bloodhound, um sickle and doc you guys are all driving separately correct right 
All right, yeah, so maybe we a, are drawing some attention you, to ourselves. You got a, you got a parade. <laughs> Terrible for an environment. <laughs> you got a parade out front. So how are you driving away? Like, how are we driving as far as... Like, are you like not in Charlotte? We're getting in the car and we're cars just... and just driving. I'm, I mean, the, the, the wagon only goes so fast. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna pull out like I would normally pull out. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm just gonna get in, kind of like I had just delivered something, and I'm I'm pulling away. Okay. I'm gonna right. go up to the um, what do you call it? The foundation of the house where the window is, the little mm -hmm. window, and just bang on it, and then hop in my truck and get away. Okay. All right. So those of you that are donuts in the street and then drive towards the <laughs> sedan. Okay. All right. So so what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone's sneaking off and shit. Well, let's fight. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> you ready? Yeah. <laughs> um, Babysitter. It's not Bill. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, Babysitter no. and Doc. I'm going to have you guys both just make a drive roll. Where do I find drive? Towards the bottom of all of your uh, abilities. Oh, mm -hmm. Sorry, yeah, vehicles. I apologize. I said the wrong thing. Right. Unacceptable. <laughs> just ruin the night. <laughs> all right 15 and 19 okay you guys get in your cars and start driving uh sickle i'm gonna have you make a vehicle roll but this is for something completely different okay bloodhound i'm gonna have you do the same thing Okay, Marshall, you're going to roll a stealth check. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So, Doc and Babysitter, you guys start driving uh, down the road heading basically north uh, from the location that you're at right now. It's just the direction in which your cars are basically positioned. Uh, the sedans come speeding by uh, the two of you guys, and uh, they are distracted by the motorcycle that's doing donuts <laughs> in the middle of the street. Uh, Bloodhound, you're getting into your truck, and are, and were you planning on peeling off and trying to... Yeah. Are you going in the direction of the babysitter in the dock or opposite? I'm going to go opposite. Okay. All right. Which yeah. I think is then, is that the direction, the same direction as the sedan? They're coming no, from both directions. They're coming from both directions. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going downhill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is for the drivers of the sedans. Ooh. One, two, three, and four. Oh, okay. oh, oh. All right, so the, the guy that was driving the second sedan, <coughs> the one that rolled the 11, um, peels off and turns and starts following the bloodhound. 
Okay. The other three pull up in front of the house and stop. They get out of the cars uh, and shield themselves with the doors and have their guns pointed towards the sickle uh, who's doing donuts in the middle of the street. <clears throat> Stop the engine! Stop the engine now! Drop! Drop it! Get off the motorcycle! And they're screaming at you. They're acting like cops. Are the cops? They are shouting orders and they are dressed in plain clothes. What kind of sedans are they? Black sedans. Blackout windows, yep. You can make a... Um, let's make a... Either insight or... Um, well, streetwise roll. Let's make streetwise street roll. Nine. Um, as as far as you know, those are uh, gangsters of some sort. Did the code warrior hear the knocking and respond in any way, or is he baked? There, pr there probably wasn't enough time for you to know, <clears throat> uh, because you you said you knocked on the window and then booked it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll find out, I guess. So what do you want to do, Sickle? Um, I want to... They're on either side of me, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. You got two on one side and one, and on, one the on the other. Mm -hmm. I'm going to head towards the, the one. <clears throat> I'm just going to gun it and I'm going to mm -hmm. clip the door and okay. just keep driving past him. Okay. Back the fucking can. All right. Make a vehicle's Car roll. Karma. <clears throat> Ooh, all right. Do we have karma. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, I'm going to make a dexterity saving throw for him. <laughs> okay. All right, so you hit uh, the car door, and he does not dodge out of the way at all in time, and it comes crashing back uh, on him. Uh, throws his arms up into the air and crushes his legs. Oh, uh, and he <laughs> he shoots uh, up into midair. Uh, and the uh, cops, the other cop, or the sorry, the other individual <laughs> <laughs> that was on the other side of the car uh, then takes aim at you and begins to fire in your direction. I'm Fucking off <laughs> around the corner. Oh, and he got a 20. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see how much damage that you. I'm dead, guys. Sorry. I'll see you. Come <laughs> uh, You're going to take four points of damage. From my HP, right? Yep. From my current HP. Mm -hmm. He's more than five feet away from me, right? I'm hiding in the bushes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, the, the other two drivers now 
get into their cars and begin to chase you. So now we're going to go into uh, a chase sequence, which I was not at all prepared for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta do that. Uh, okay. So give me just a moment to get this part figured out. Cause, uh, so where'd the hammer go? Oh, right. Hammer, you, you were I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Best Buy. Visibility on. He's in the basement with Leland looking up Best Buy. <laughs> Adding credits to his account. You, you, you made your drive roll uh, as well. So uh, I, I, I didn't address that with the other two for some reason. But I mean, I, I assume you were trying to drive, just drive calmly yeah. away. Yes. I want to try to keep like a side eye on what was going on back there. So. Mm -hmm. So and kind of swing back around if things went south, which they look like they might have. <laughs> My favorite place to make things go south. Okay. Oh, on the flip side, at least the guy didn't shoot up in the sky, and the bullet just come straight back down and kill him. Yeah, that, that could have Once been our time, Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> or no, that's something else. Which movie did that happen in? That was the third one, I think, when he shot the rocket launcher up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Dana, mm -hmm. since you got shot on the motorcycle, mm -hmm. you're going to need to make a uh, vehicle's check plus the vehicle's dexterity modifier, which for a motorcycle... Um, motorcycle. Okay, so plus six. Okay, so I still click on vehicles. Yep. And what am I changing? You're going to add six. Do I need to do like type plus six or just yep. six? Mm -hmm. And it says under dexterity, is that all correct yeah mm -hmm. and is at this point is it normal a normal roll normal roll yeah okay just checking did it go no no there, there it is okay 28 oh. okay yeah so you are fine so you can continue to drive so what we're going to do now is we're basically starting a chase uh, between the two sedans uh, and you, okay? So I'm going to have you roll. And again, I got to go back and see how this how this works. So we're we're talking chase points here. Um. During a chase, each side keeps track of chase points, which start at zero. The participants on each side are aiming to earn points for their side while avoiding giving points to the other side. Uh, so we're going to shoot for five points here. Okay? Okay. Uh, um, and... You are going to roll your uh, vehicles plus that uh, plus six modifier. 
uh, for for you. Okay, I'm going to do the same for the sedans. Okay, you got a 23. They got a 24, so they get a point. Okay. And I'm just going to roll for both. It, it, we're just going to keep it clean and, and leave it uh, for both. So you are coming up on a uh, rather treacherous curve here. Uh, so you're going to roll at disadvantage. Uh, same roll coming around this curve. So the plus six, but click disadvantage, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to roll twice because I don't actually have a character sheet here. Okay, so they get another point. Okay. Um, you hit the curve uh, and kind of slide uh, a bit hit a, uh, a trash can, uh, which kind of causes you to kind of slow down a little bit. So you lose a little bit of momentum, but you're able to kind of pick back up. Now, up ahead, you can see that uh, there's like an alley that juts, that kind of crosses the area here. You can attempt to try to scoot down one of those alleys to try to maybe potentially lose them because it looks like the alley may be a little bit thinner and maybe too thin for their car to actually fit down. Uh, so if you make another uh, vehicles roll. This one's and normal. This one's normal. Mm -hmm. alley. 29. They got a 19. And at disadvantage for them, so the 19 sticks for them. All right, so now you've got one point, they've got two. Uh, you continue down the alley. They're going to have to jut up and around to try to catch you on the other side. Uh, so make another roll. Uh, and actually, you can roll that one with advantage. So roll that one again because you you're kind of out of sight at the moment. Oh, okay, so I did that normal. So. Oh shit! I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll have to That's reset. That's all right. I accidentally clicked it twice, but I like that one better. <laughs> oh, okay. So they were rolling at disadvantage. Uh, and that's less than what you rolled. So now you're tied at two. So you get to the other side as they're coming around the corner. So you're kind of doubling back in the direction that you sort of came from, but you're, you're far enough to know you're going to probably bypass the road that they had originally come down. So you're not going to meet the other guys on the other side. Uh, so we're tied two and two. Make another... Are they both coming the same direction still? Yeah, they're both oh. coming the same direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're kind of tied with them at the moment. But if there is something that you want to try to do to try to distract them, if you have an idea of something, throw it at me and then we'll we'll run with it and we'll see if maybe you can you can lose them. They're behind me again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am going to... I don't know if I'm ready for that. You're ready for it. Do it. <laughs> All right. 
I'm going to turn around and go over the cars. I'm going to go towards them. Okay. You knew that's what I was going to do, isn't it, Christy? <laughs> You're going to evil Knievel them. I'm going to evil Knievel that shit. All right. So you're going to try to, uh, you're basically playing chicken with them, right? Yeah. So going right at them. All right. Yeah. Uh, sure. Go ahead and make your uh, roll. It's just a game. What do I care? What happens? <laughs> Is that normal? All the same? Yep, that'd be normal. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Here, here's basically what happens. They're they're coming down towards you. One of them is slightly in the lead of the other one. The other one's just a little bit further back, and they're barreling for, towards you, and you're coming right at them. At the last second, the one guy turns and splits, and you're able to kind of breeze right in between the two of them and heading in the other direction, which is forcing them to try to turn around. So now you've gained another point, so three to two. Uh, so... Uh, make another one, and let's see if you can gain some ground uh, on this one. Now, there is a, a specific thing here to gain ground. Five or more. Okay, all right, yeah. So go ahead and just make that straight roll. Fifteen. Roll it again so, so you've got advantage. Oh. Should have said that beforehand, my bad. Sure. 27 there you go okay all right so you got gained ground so now you're four to two all right so this is the last one what are you going to do to finally lose them how far away from that neighborhood did we go we go pretty far no, not real far. I mean, you're not you're probably far. still within. I mean, it's it's a big, big neighborhood, you know. Okay. Uh, but I mean, you're maybe a quarter of a mile down the road. I'm gonna go into traffic. Okay. And I'm gonna hopefully there's like a cross street. I'm gonna cut across traffic, and hopefully they'll crash into the cars like all cinematic and like flip and fly through the air. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Just to keep them busy. <clears throat> Maybe. So is that normal now or is it still at advantage? Um, I think still at advantage at this point. Big All right. And they were at disadvantage. So you've got, uh, you got an 18. So you, see up ahead a cross section where the uh it's got like a divider between uh the two sides of traffic right mm -hmm. uh, and you have a red light uh and you just zip <laughs> right through there and cars are going both ways and you see the first sedan hit one of the cars that's coming the opposite way spins out the other car rams right into it uh, and you're able to continue on your way and escape. Okay. Um, Marshall. Okay, back yeah. at the house. Uh, you basically kind of sit tight there for just a few minutes, kind of see the chaos that just happens out in front, and uh, the sickle drive off. Um the guy that was 
in the car that got clipped by the motorcycle is laying out in the middle of the road, just screaming bloody murder because both of his legs are broke. <laughs> and the other guy runs around the opposite side and uh, begins kind of working on him. You hear him reach into the car and get on what sounds like a CB. Uh, and he starts calling uh, for a, a medical backup. We've got a man down. Uh, and it sounds very uh, official <laughs> uh, and very cop-like, uh, for sure. Okay. Um, Hammer, you said you were kind of keeping an eye out for what was going on behind you. So you you saw, basically, the sickle hit the side of that car uh, and hit whoever it was that was inside. He falls down on the ground and starts screaming bloody murder as you're driving off. What do you do? Um, is he all by himself now? Uh, who the, the, guy the guy on, on the, ground. the ground? No, he's got his partner that has come around to the other side and is now getting on what what seems to be a, a CB radio, like a cop radio. <laughs> you, you <laughs> make a uh, perception check. Uh, streetwise. Streetwise. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey. Safe to assume by the look of those uh, cars, those were certainly undercover cops. Ah, okay. All right, well, I'm going to keep going. I don't need any of that trouble right now. All right. <laughs> as, long, as long as, you know, Sickle's out of, of safe, which it looks like she's handling. So. All right, so Bloodhound, you were driving in the direction that the Sickle ended up kind of sort of going, but she turned off uh, before she came to uh, came up to where your truck was. So you see the two sedans that swing by in your rearview mirror pursuing the Sickle. What do you do? I'm going 35 miles an hour. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Signal. <laughs> Ten o'clock, two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> okay, so you're just taking a nice leisurely drive through the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, you come across uh, an intersection uh, with cars kind of going both ways. You've got a green light you can kind of go through. Uh, and you're just very calmly going. And then uh, at the next intersection, uh, you see the sickle <laughs> just, just speeding right past. Right. <laughs> and you look down the other way and you see that there's been a car accident uh, down the road, uh, just a piece. Uh, and the sickle is just booking it uh, down the road. I see a sedan narrowly miss a baby carriage and plunge into a pile of cardboard boxes. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess I'll turn left and follow the sickle. Okay, all right. Um, Doc, you uh, were told to kind of go around the block, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, you kind of caught some of that in the rearview mirror uh before that uh, before you make the the turn around the corner what do you do um again i'm, I'm continuing at a a perfectly legal and not noticeable pace um uh, 10 and 2 you know blinkers on checking my blind spot um and i i 
leisurely drive around the block to the next block where, where Marshall told me to go. Okay. All right. Babysitter, what are you doing? Um, but at this point, I was driving away, uh, but I'm driving opposite of Bloodhound, right? Uh, yes, opposite, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, do I see the marshal take off toward the bushes? Make a perception check. Mm-hmm. Not a 12. Uh, what was your stealth roll, Marshall? Mine? Yeah. Well, that was way up there one moment. It was. <laughs> uh, I want to say it was a 16. Hold on. 16. Okay. All right. You do not see him. Okay. Um, in that case, I just kind of careen back around to the other side, like back behind the house. Because um, I don't, I see what's going on, but I don't see where everybody's disappearing to, right? Right. Yeah. Now, if you're going around the back side of the house, then you're going to be following uh, the the shagging wagon. Oh, that's right. Um, that's fine. I'll 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 follow him and and just kind of you know if he stops, I'll pass and then pull up a little bit just so that we stay together. Mm-hmm. Hammer, are you following suit or? Um. Sure. Okay. All right, so Marshall, uh, mm-hmm. how long are you sticking around there to kind of watch what's going on? So I see the guy get his legs crushed, and he's out in the middle of the road screaming, and his partner runs around, calls for medical backup, and is tending to him, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to run out in the road as a concerned neighbor and ask if I can help and try and get some information from these guys and find out if they're after us or after Leland. Okay. Um Make a deception check. Okay. And hold on one second. Let me check something real quick. Um, a deception. Okay, so I'm not using persuasion or charisma or anything, right? Well, it depends on, I mean, depends on how you really want to approach it. When you said that you're going to pretend like you're going to be somebody else, it's either going to be either performance or it would be a deception. Uh, now, if you okay. want to rephrase that and make it, you know, something else, you can certainly do that before before you speak. But I just need to know what it's going to be before you do it. Uh, I need to use charisma because I have a good rela- I have a, a bonus for that. I gain advantage on charisma checks when dealing with law enforcement. OK, so I'm going to pull the marshal card. OK, you know, I'm a U.S. marshal that lives in the neighborhood and uh, heard the screaming and need to help a fellow officer. Okay, you've still got the uh, shield. Yeah, yep. So I want to run out and I want to use my, I guess that wouldn't be deception, would it? Nope. Would that be charisma or would that be persuasion? Uh, Let me look at your character sheet here because you've got a special feature, I think, that lets you do that. It's called private security. No, wait, it's called I'm calling the police. You gain an advantage on charisma checks when dealing with law enforcement. All right. Say what you're going to say, and then I'll tell you what to roll. Okay. Um, I run out there. The guy's screaming. His partner's trying to attend to him. I say, are you okay? okay? I say, my God, what happened? I said, I'm a U.S. Marshal, and I flash my badge. And I say, this guy's 
seriously injured, have you called for med- or have you called for backup? What do you we guys? Got, we got backup on the way. All right, great. Are you an officer or who are you with? Yeah, we're with LAPD. LAPD. All right, great. I think I know some guys in your in your division. We can get somebody down here quick. I can. Uh, I'll put in a call as well, a personal call, and try and get someone out here right away. What in the world are you guys doing in this in this neighborhood? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Why do I try anything? <laughs> well, hold on, because because you are using uh, the call the police uh, special feature that you've got. You can do that at advantage. So make a second roll. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a little better. All okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he says, look, we got a call just a little while ago that there was some sort of cyber crime going on here uh, at this particular house. And then all of a sudden, all of these people start taking off from out in front of the house. This chick comes by on a motorcycle, clips the side of the door, and smashes my buddy's uh, legs. So that's pretty much all we know at this point. All right, look, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to talk to the mom, and I'm going to see what's going on in this house. You know, like, I'm I'm from this area. There's a teenager that lives here. He's probably dicking around on his computer and triggered something that he shouldn't have. I'll go put the – I'm going to go scare the crap out of him for you, all right? You just take care of your guy. You get him to the hospital, all right? And I'll 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 file a report about the lady. I got to look at her as well, the right. person on the bike. And you hear over the radio the other two sedans that mm-hmm. were in pursuit of the woman on the motorcycle uh, that are now basically calling in uh, that there's been that they have been in an accident themselves uh, and have have lost uh, pursuit of the individual on the motorcycle. Okay. I say all right, and and so we both hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I say, look, man, this is small potatoes. If this kid's doing something stupid, let me handle this. You get your guys to the hospital and take care of them. All right. I'll come down to the station and and talk to you guys. Where? What station are you out of? Uh, we're over at the thirty fourth thirty fourth precinct. All right. What's... I'll be there. I'll be there in like an hour or two. Okay. And I'll file a report with your boss. And I'll give him all the information that I know. Just you take care of him. Okay. And I talk and I lean down and kind of pat his partner. And I'm like, you're going to be all right, man. All right. You're hurt, but you're going to come through. I've seen worse. Thanks. Thanks, man. And the partner says, Hey, what's your name? My name? Yeah. Uh, my friends just always call me the marshal. <laughs> you know, it just kind of <laughs> comes with the job. All right, uh, yeah, but what's your name when, so that we can file it when we get back and we know who to contact? Oh, uh, Gerald Wiggins. Wiggins? All right. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Thank you. Thanks, Gerald. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, And then I, I go up to the house and I knock on the door. <laughs> and uh, Barbara comes out and she's, oh, my heavens, what's going on out there? Ma'am, I'm going to need to step inside and have a talk with you and your son. I look over the shoulder to see if they they heard how serious I was. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and uh, they, he's not even paying attention. He's on the opposite side of the car. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Barbara, I need to talk to Leland for a minute, uh, and then I'm going to leave out the back door. Could you possibly make me one more thing of brownies? They are just so good, and you don't need to worry about what's going on out there. There was an accident. Police have already been called. They're coming to take care of it. I. Just stay in the house. You don't need this kind of stress. You're too sweet of a woman. Oh, my heavens. I hope they're okay. They're okay. They've already called in. I'm going to personally go down and talk to the police chief myself, okay? 
Okay. Well, I, I'll I'll have those up here in just a few minutes. Thank you. I'm going to pop down real quick, and I'm going to talk to a. I'm going to talk to your son. All right. All right. I don't want this to 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 weigh heavy on him. He's got a test this week, and that's what he needs to focus on. Okay. Uh, well, well thank sorry. you. Thank you. You've got it, Barb. And I lean in and I give her a little kiss on the cheek. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go downstairs and talk to Leland for just a second. All right. Uh, Leland, you've been made whatever it is you need to do. You need to find another place to do this kind of stuff. The cops just showed up because of cyber crimes. Oh, so shit, shit, fuck shit. Oh, damn it. Leland. <laughs> I just unplugged you. my headphone. Hold on. <laughs> Not Leland. Chris. Okay, <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> All right. Hey, code warrior. Remember. You're a warrior, so you stay cool and calm under pressure. He, Whatever he you need. To... Baseball bat and just starts to... <laughs> <laughs> try. Can I grab it from him? Sure. Yeah. I get it from him. I'm like, Leland. No. <laughs> Look, take all of your equipment, whatever it is that could possibly tie you to this, and just hide it under your bed or something. Okay. I told them I was going to talk to you. I'm a U.S. Marshal. They're not going to bother you. They've got something a little more serious going on right now, but you need to find somewhere else to do this stuff, okay? However it is they traced you, you need to figure out a way to become untraceable, all right? I'll tell you what. I'm going to try to set up like a, a little shop or a warehouse or something. What do you need to be able to do this type of work? I, I don't know, man. Just just someplace like maybe kind of nearby my house so that I can actually get in and out pretty quick, but uh, I guess someplace pretty nondescript. Do you need power? Do you need like well, a fuck telephone? yeah, I need power. I got computers all <laughs> over the place, man. Okay, what else do you need? Is uh, it how, how do you look this information up? Is it wireless? What What do you? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I need like internet hookup. Like, uh, I need a pretty high powered modem and shit, you know, so that I can really, you know, do the work that I need to do. Look, I, I got your phone number. I'll send. I'll send the specs and shit. I gotta. I gotta get this shit packed up. Yeah, pack this stuff up. Don't leave the house today, okay? Don't leave. No, don't go anywhere. I don't expect anybody to be coming around. Best that you don't be seen coming in and out of the door for a little bit, okay? Just hang tight, listen to some music, eat some of your mom's brownies, just chill, okay? If you got a test this week, study for it. All right, I, I got someplace I know where I can stash this stuff. So uh, I, I, I got two buddies of mine I can call over and we can get it all packed up and take it there probably in the next hour or so. Perfect. You have a baseball hat or something I can borrow? Uh, yeah, 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 here. Okay, great. Uh, and I put that out. Where's your back door? Uh, it's at the back door, right over there. Uh, the up, upstairs and uh, and oh. out the back. Yeah, yeah. Great. Hey, Code Warrior, stay tough. Man, thanks, man. Thank, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go upstairs and leave through the back door and and take off through the with the hat on. Mm -hmm. Okay. I gotta go find the doc. All right. Okay, so you hop the fence in the back, uh, and then you can spot the shagging wagon uh, just on the street that's behind uh, his house. Cool. So you see the shagging wagon, you see babysitter's car and hammer all kind of in the cul-de-sac there uh, at the back. Okay. Um, are they all close enough that I could talk to all three of them at once, or? Um, I don't Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those were cops. They weren't coming for us. They were coming for Leland. Uh, he's going to stash all of his stuff. I think that I managed to get them to uh, focus on the, their, his, you know, 
one of them got their legs broken when sickle went haywire so that was a pretty decent distraction really but we need to get out of here uh and we need to get down to try and find charlotte but right now i don't think we need to worry about the cops and so, i told them my name was gerald wiggins but does that mean sickle i mean sickle's fine sickle got away sickle got away however does that mean all of la is pd is now looking for sickle they will be great yeah sickle probably needs to lose the bike and i don't know cut her hair or put on a hat well, you and maybe that. chill out a little bit hammer will you talk to her mm, i'll try <laughs> great okay doc can i ride with you oh, i can't hear you doc uh, yes, can you roll down your window totally <laughs> <laughs> it's it sticks sometimes um, yeah yeah yes Yes, you can. All right, great. Um, oh, shit. We need to meet up somewhere. We don't actually have a place that we decided to meet up, do we? Not before all hell broke loose, no. Oh, we're not a very good gang. Uh, but we all but we all know that we're headed to, or down yeah. to the motel. Yeah. So maybe everybody will head there anyway. Makes sense. Regardless of if everybody shows up, that's where we need to be. So I say that's where we go. Uh, hammer make a uh, let's see here. We really should have expensed cell phones for everybody. Just make a straight wisdom check for me. Wisdom, mm -hmm. um, I forget how do I do that check? Uh, if you go to the plus zero next to your wisdom, just oh, click okay. that. The negative 12. <laughs> okay. Uh, sickle. Where are you going? Um, I think I probably just got on the highway and started driving to Mexico. <laughs> started driving that in that direction. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you uh, hammer, you know, the sickle well enough that she wouldn't go back to the dojo after something like this, uh, just to make sure that she shook the tail. Uh, so your best bet, yeah, is probably heading down Mexico way. Yeah. Yeah, she'll go there. Just gotta leave town for just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you guys wanting to go directly to the motel? I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably stop and grab something to eat on the way if we have time. Okay. We had that you... McDonald's. Yeah. There you go. I was going to ask if you wanted to hit yep. that McDonald's first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's try not to kill everybody though. Yeah. Um, Bloodhound, <laughs> I, I assume you're just following the sickle. Yep. Okay. All right. So ladies, what do the two of you do on the way down in that direction? Probably drive as fast as we can. No. <laughs> I she has like a truck, right? Like a yeah. like a beater or whatever. I think mm -hmm. I probably have a bike in the back of the truck. I think we pull over. Okay. We pull over. I pull over. Yeah, I can. I'll pull over behind her when I see her, and we'll pop the truck in the back or the uh, the chopper in the back, and then throw a tarp over it. Bungee cord that shit down. Yeah. You know, huge. When you're on the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> you got any hair dye? Yeah, of course. <laughs> in the compartment. 
What color is it? Gray. Blue, blue hairs. <laughs> hairs. <laughs> Purple tinted, probably. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's probably some bleach in there and also some. It's only like two hour drive, isn't it? And then when we decided it was two hour yeah. drive. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to bleach my hair yet. <laughs> I think I, we just get in the cab and we just book it, right? I do have a few spare hats in the shoved behind the passenger seat. Absolutely. <laughs> just prop your feet up on the dashboard. They're all like crinkled up for doors that. Oh. <laughs> like brown, for some brown fedora things. type things. All Gentleman collars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just prop your feet up on the dash because the chairman's curled up at the at your feet. Sure. I don't know. We're just trying to make good time to Mexico. I think we've pretty much had that locked in as the destination, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So, and you're just going to make a beeline straight for the hotel then? Mm -hmm. No yes. stops on the way? Just guess. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'll get to you guys then here in just a couple minutes. The rest of you are stopping at the McDonald's that uh, that they bought uh, dinner at yep. uh, on the way, correct? Yeah, right. and get a Big yep. Mac and some info fries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys end up at the McDonald's uh, <clears throat> and uh, disembark from your various uh, vehicles. Uh, and going in to eat, I assume? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're going to have a fight in McDonald's. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, can... <laughs> I feel like we can do this one without brandishing. <laughs> um, the uh, the clerk behind the counter is like, welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Like a nine-piece big nugget. Nine-piece. Spicy. Mustard. Spicy. A medium Dr. Pepper. Dr. P. And this this is all on one check. Oh, all right. What do you want there? Oh, I want the Big Mac. Big, Big Mac, Mac combo. As big as they come. All right. <laughs> what can we get to drink? Uh yeah, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Next. I'll take coffee. Black. Black coffee. Is that it? Yeah. What do you want? Well, what I'm wanting is some information about my daughter. She ran away, and, and I think that she stopped at this McDonald's. She had a credit card with her, and, and I was wondering if maybe you'd seen her. Did you work here the other day? I work here like three days a week. Well, was your manager here every day? Uh, Scott! Thank you. Uh, I'll take a quarter pounder. I want you to supersize it. I want a Diet Coke to drink, please. If I can get one of the honey dips, one of the sweet and sour dips, um, I will take an ice. Is your ice cream machine working? Yeah. No. Okay, I'll take an That's ice cream ice cone. It's 95. It's, it's working in 95. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take an ice cream cone. I need a vanilla shake to dip my fries in. And uh, It probably had a McDLT right then. That, that you game. should ask if they had the McPizza. <laughs> Or the McRib. The oh, McRib. Hey, is the McRib in right now? Yes, McRib is is here, man. Okay, cool. I'll take a McRib as well. Oh, and I, then, want, uh, I want McRib too. Add that on. Yeah, right. just throw in a couple <laughs> of McRibs. McRibs. And um, and if I could talk to Scott, man, I'd I really appreciate. I'm real worried about her. I'm the uh, general manager, manager uh, Scott Johnson. 
hey scott my name is gerald wiggins and i flop out my marshal badge so i'm a u.s marshal uh my daughter has run away i mean <laughs> i know what you're thinking u.s marshal and your daughter runs away why didn't she behave better well i mean it's something we're working on as a family but uh she has a credit card i gave her in case of emergencies and we were able to see that she she ran a charge here a couple of days ago and i was wondering if if maybe you were working that day and and maybe you remembered her coming in she was i think she was with a friend of hers uh he had kind of curly hair about 17 uh probably real well dressed um looks like a nice kid you know it's a guy her name is charlotte um she might have had uh a, a jacket with her a red jacket a red jacket any of that oh. ring a bell um uh, it doesn't ring a bell, but I tell you what, we've got uh, videotapes back here where we tape everything and we kind of cycle everything out on a on a weekly basis. You said it's just been a, several days ago. I think so. Yeah, it's been about four, about a week, about four, four days. Five days. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's been about four four or five days. Man, I said, could I take a look at those tapes? Yeah, yeah. Come on back. Come on back. Excellent. Great. Thank you. Could your guys bring, could I bring my ice cream back there too? Or Oh yeah, absolutely. By all means. Yeah. Just whatever you need. We're, we're here to help. Oh man. You're the best. Yeah, we we appreciate your it. service. Thank you. <clears throat> McDonald's is so great in the nineties. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's going to take probably a couple of maybe two hours probably uh, to go through these videotapes because they're, they're literally just VHS, VHS. tapes. Yeah. Um, okay. And I mean, you might, might not be quite that long, especially if you hit the right day, because uh, he can just kind of fast forward through. Uh, so we'll say maybe it takes about maybe 45 minutes or so on the, on the date in question. Okay. You're able to kind of fast forward. And, he, and actually you probably know the time, of what time it was. So that actually can kind of speed the whole process up a bit. So he pulls out, you know, the, the right tape pops it in uh, and fast forwards through it and is able to kind of uh, you, you see kind of these two kids just walk in and then walk out real fast. There's, there's the fast forward, uh, but slow-mo he bring, rolls it back and you can clearly, well, <laughs> clearly in 1995 uh, VHS video camera, yeah, uh, you, you see a girl in a red coat uh, and a teenage boy uh, dressed in like a leather jacket and a flannel uh, shirt uh, come walking in. Uh, the, the boy uh, goes up, he makes his order, he goes back to the door and is kind of looking out the door and uh, opens the door, kind of looks down the street a little bit, comes back in, stands, waits for the food just a little bit, goes back to the door and is kind of just kind of looking out uh, and they get the order to go, they get uh, to the front door and out and disappear into the night. Does it look like she has a bag or a laptop, like a uh, or something that would hold a laptop? She or has a satchel that's kind of a flat briefcasey type uh, satchel. That's her. Son of a bitch! That's her. Scott, yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Is there any way I could possibly take this tape with me? Yeah, make yeah, a copy. Absolutely, absolutely. Whatever you need. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I'd like to put a call into corporate and let them know how helpful you've been and, and what a great, what a great restaurant you run here. Oh, uh, well, that's really not necessarily necessary, but thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I, I really appreciate it. Um, 
are the others still just sitting out there eating? I guess no, we're just we're standing, waiting. We're standing right there with you. Okay, I didn't know if you guys came back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because as soon as I kind of hear that you say it's you, I turn around, pull out my phone, and I call the boss. Excellent. Uh, well, I'm chomping sure. on McRib, and it's all over okay. my face. On. Fourth one. I'm just like... <laughs> It's like he looks really paranoid. Is there anybody following? Like anybody pop in after that? Can I give you fast forward? Oh. Weird people popping in. You want to put the videotape back in? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Hammer, right. you have lots of great ideas today. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm, it's because I'm eating all this protein. It's keeping yeah. <laughs> it's keeping you sharp, man. Uh, can we pop it back in and fast forward a bit? Sure. Yeah. Um. You uh, see two uh, individuals that come in uh, that are dressed in kind of jeans, looks like maybe combat boots. Uh, One of them's wearing like a, um, what do you call those? Um, Like switch. Is it a no? Not a duster. Uh, oh, okay. It's like a. It's like those uh, kind of like tweedy, almost like sweatshirts that all the stoners wore back in the. Oh, uh, like a. Like, it looks like a horse blanket. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of like that. But it's got. I know the, what you're talking about. It's got the pockets in the front. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. And, yeah. and a hood, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other guy's wearing like a camouflage jacket. Okay. Um. It's really difficult to make them out because it's so blurry. Yeah. Uh, you can't really see any facial features or anything like that. And it's black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, but they come in, uh, they talk to the person that's behind the counter. Uh, and you see that they do not make an order. Uh, but they talk to this individual for a little bit. And you see the person behind the counter kind of pointing down the street uh, in what seems to be the direction of south. Baja hoodies. Baja hoodies. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Bloodhound. (laughs) No problem. I'll be like, I got to even out this. Magnify that. They do it on TV all the time. (laughs) Magnify. Enhance. Uh, Enhance. Hammer, that's, that's not a real thing. Huh. Yeah, I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah, we can't even do that in the Marshal Service. Uh, What's the timestamp on this? How much later is it that these guys came in? Uh, It was about 10 minutes later. It's only 10 minutes. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, I think we have a pretty good idea of where my daughter is going with her friend. And uh, I think she's going to be all right. I think we're going to be able to get her home safe. But guys, we got to get on the road. Okay. Uh, Ladies, you will have made it to the motel um, a little bit before these guys because they made that stop. Uh, So you guys pull up to the Motel 6, and this place is kind of a little bit off the beaten track, um, probably about three blocks off of the highway, uh, and it's kind of at the end of a uh of a cul-de-sac there's like a denny's and a wendy's like right in front of it uh and 
and you kind of have to drive through the Denny's and Wendy's parking lot to actually get through uh, to the Motel 6, which is kind of up on a on a bit of a bluff, kind of overlooking uh, the the highway. But there's a bunch of trees and stuff, so you just kind of see the Motel 6 sign. You don't actually see the motel, but uh, you're able to kind of get up there. So it's kind of secluded. It's there. People know that it's there, but it's, like I said, a little bit off the beaten path. We just go up there. Are oh, you asking asking the bloodhound? Asking the bloodhound. Should we? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I mean, do you need you need me to drive through a Wendy's or something first? Or are you hungry? Let's go. She might be there. True. They've got a thing for French fries, I guess. <laughs> let's go. Let's get some frosties. <laughs> let's go. All right, so you guys uh, go into the Wendy's, uh, get some Frosties. And, Do we have and... sponsors for this episode? <laughs> Coffee. Um, and unfortunately, she's not there. Boy, that sure would be handy, wouldn't it? If she, if she was just sitting there in the Wendy's. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, darn. Ourselves this <laughs> game over good job guys i would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling old people <laughs> all, right. all right let's go up then up to the ridge yep all right so you guys get up to the motel six there's probably about uh seven cars uh in the lot not a lot of people there at this point of course it's probably just a little bit afternoon uh at this point so uh they're probably in between uh and the maids are kind of going from room to room and and doing the cleaning work there. Uh, there's, it's a two story uh, motel, um, and all the entrances to the individual hotel rooms are from the outside. And then there's kind of the main office off to the to the left of the uh, actual hotel itself. Do any of the cars look out of place? Uh, you make a perception check. <laughs> Got roll for that. I'm just kidding. Oh. oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, Every make and model we know when the, they expire. All, all of the cars in here are kind of junkers, as you would expect uh, to be staying at, at an old Motel 6 like this off of, off of the highway. Except for one. Uh, and it is a pink 1986 Lincoln Town Car. Does that have Mary and, Kay sticker? Hey, it has a Mary Kay sticker on it. <laughs> but it looks like it's in pristine condition. Do we recognize that car? Well, you said you, you, were, you were looking I recognize for... that car. You do, don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not uh, even there. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, it's I figured out who it is though. You, you were thing. looking for something that was out of place from from the rest of them, yes, so that definitely that is out of place. Okay. Um, but it it's questionable enough to make you kind of kind of wonder about it. Yep. And it's parked out of what number? Well, like what what number is it parked in front of? What number door? Uh, it'd be number seven and number seventeen. So seven on the bottom, seventeen on top. Well, we'll probably start with 
16 and go to 19 and then head up top, right? Are we making a plan and then jumping into the action or are we just going to start knocking on doors, Sickle? What do you think? I think she just starts walking towards the, I don't know. What are you going to do? I'm just walking to the door, to the first door. Housekeeping. <laughs> just walking up there. I don't know what you're going to do. All right. So you take a knock on uh, the three doors at the, uh, at the ground level, um, say uh, six, seven, and eight, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and there's no answer at any of the three. Uh, right there uh, and next to eight is the steps that lead up to the second level okay. I'm going up what are you doing <laughs> should we split up I, oh, I can stay on. down here and keep an eye on the whole oh, okay. facade if that if that sounds like a good idea sure can you pull up the map Chris so we can see where I do not have a map. <laughs> you know, we've been kind of mapless tonight, I've noticed. I, uh... I think we went the wrong direction. <laughs> oh, he bet he has maps, but not the one. Not He's got a map of the Femme Fatale. Oh, I have maps. <laughs> and, and those maps right now, dragging that over to trash. There we go. Because okay. <laughs> we will not be going there. <laughs> Or there. <laughs> or there. I can't believe you don't so, have a map of the McDonald's. So. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for it, you know. <laughs> some random robbery or some occurs. and. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so you're going up to the second level. Bloodhound, you're staying on the on the main? I am. Um, I have some generic perception aids as mm -hmm. a tracker okay um what is that though is it under I'm, your features yes it is i'm sort of slowly scrolling if you're faster yeah. than i am let me know but that's uh, wilderness setting for a tracker there are trees on this property. <laughs> tell me what it is that you're wanting to do. Just keep an eye on everything, pretty Just much. Keep an eye. Okay. All right. Yeah. So... See if I see curtains twitching as as sickle is knocking on a door. That that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. So you can make a uh, perception check. Okay. So she and she. Meanwhile, she's gone up to. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Sickle, you head up to the top floor, uh, and outside of room six or sixteen, uh, up top, there's a uh, maid's uh, kind of cart that's sitting out in front, uh, and the door to six is open. I'm gonna look in there and see if I see any. See if I see any people, see if I see any items that I recognize. Right. So you kind of take a look in there, and as you kind of peek around the corner, there is a, a very short, stout uh, maid uh, that is in the process of 
making the bed on the inside and she oh pardon pardon oh and i speak does she speaking spanish she uh, seems like it i speak spanish so I'm okay gonna her and ask her if she's seen a young girl and i'm gonna describe her uh i, I can't describe her. that's all right <laughs> bring up the picture it's been a while uh, I think I can. Hold on a second. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, so it's, um, oh, dang it, what's her name from uh, Stranger Things? L from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can't think of her name right now. Oh, yeah, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. There you go. Thank you. Um, and she says, oh, I, a little girl in uh, in the red fur coat, yes? See. Uh, I see her uh, when, when she come to check in a couple of days ago, yes. What room is she in? Uh, it was uh, next door uh, in number 17. And I'm just going to turn around and go and I'll just knock on the door this time. I'm not, I was going to kick it in, but I'm just going <laughs> to knock on the door. All right. But I'm going to draw the sword before I go in. All right. You knock on the door. Uh, no answer. <clears throat> And I'm going to go ask the lady for the key. Uh, I, 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 I do not know if I can open the door for you. I'm going to give her some money. Okay, I'd <laughs> open the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she kind of looks down uh, the hallway, just making sure that nobody's actually watching. And she unlocks it very quickly, and then she scuffles off. All right, I'm going to open it carefully. Crack it All right. open. All right, so you open it. Uh, and uh, got your sword out and kind of looking yeah. around. You walk inside, and the room seems to be completely clean. Nothing in there. Nothing in there. People. You can make an investigation check if you want. I'm going to look in the bathroom first, because I'm mm -hmm. imagining there's that's the only room yep. in the back there. Oof. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right. So looking around, it doesn't seem like there is anything in here. I mean, that there's no, um, like the beds are completely made. Uh, there's no luggage, uh, no backpacks, no satchels, nothing uh, in here. It doesn't look like anybody is actually staying in here. I'm going to go ask, is the lady still out in that other room? or She's back in the other room, yeah. Where'd they go? Are they, did they check out? What, where'd they go? Uh, I, I do not know. You would have to ask the uh, the manager. All right. So I'm just going to run down the stairs. All right. <clears throat> and tell Bloodhound. They're right. not in that room. She said they were in that room. They checked into that room, but they're not there. We got to find the manager. And I'm as I'm saying that, I'm walking towards the office. I'm with you. 
All right. So you get to the office uh, and there's nobody behind the counter. There's just a single bell uh, there at the counter. I'm just going to look in. I'm just going to go around the desk and look in the office in the back. <laughs> okay. Just around the desk. Uh, and there's a, uh, there's a guy uh, sitting with his back to you. Uh, and there's a TV in front of him and it's uh, got uh like a pay-per-view porn <laughs> that's going on nice and and his his chair is shaking ever so oh slightly. god no really <laughs> <laughs> it's not magic fingers either <laughs> how do you know might be fingers oh. are involved but you know i'm gonna kick the back of his chair <laughs> all right out. and he <laughs> just topples over uh and and all you see is bare ass from from the, from the backside <laughs> what the fuck god damn it and he's struggling to get his pants up who the fuck are you what the hell are you doing in here <laughs> i'm embarrassed and it's not real <laughs> um I'm looking for a girl named Charlotte. Red coat. Young. God damn it, you're not supposed to be fucking back here. Who the fuck do you think you are? I've got my sword at his throat. Oh, holy shit. What can I do for you, Missy? Tell me where this girl and this and this boy that she was with are. All right, make an intimidation check. Supposed to be in, to be with in advantage. The <laughs> because his junk is hanging out. <laughs> It's better than the tattoo he has really? on his ass. I only got a three with advantage. That was with advantage. <laughs> what the ever loving? All right, what? he just passes out. <laughs> <laughs> just just falls at your feet. <laughs> and and you notice the tattoo on his ass. There's a B and a B on both cheeks. <laughs> and then you look at the name tag and you read the word Bob. Oh God! <laughs> oh, Brown Bob. <laughs> oh my God! And I, I just, I just wanted to do that just to see how red she got. So. Hold on. <laughs> I think with that little bit of comedy, I think we'll probably call that to an end for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy. <laughs> okay well that's it for this evening folks thank you thank you very much <laughs> an evening at the improv <laughs> and you're welcome <laughs> that is for you andy <laughs> and you're welcome <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> All right, so uh, two weeks. I guess we'll uh, we'll see what happens here at the uh, at the old Motel Six. We'll leave the light on for you <laughs> with Bob. All right, his lights are. All right, good night, everybody. Yeah, All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.